Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning. Welcome back to the second hour of Better Lawns and Gardens. I want to wish all of the dads, stepfathers, big brothers in our listening audience a happy Father's Day. You know, with Father's Day holiday in June, summertime is here. We have the rains finally, and while we need it so much, with it happening three or four times or more a week, we're going to see issues in our landscape. With the heat, we're also going to see stressed out plants more susceptible to insects. Who in your family is responsible for taking care of the bug problems in your plants? Is it dad? Well, we have Lance Walheim with BioAdvance with us today to help dads everywhere with answers on bugs we could be seeing right now in the landscape. So Tom and I are also taking your calls at 407-916-5400, or you can text Tom anytime at 23680. So join Lance, Tom, Joni, Colton, and me for this hour of Better Lawns and Gardens on Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Visit us on the web at BetterLawns.com and on our Facebook page at BLG Radio. Tom and Teresa will be right back. Hey guys, want to be a good dad? The Bible says, fathers, don't exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Don't exasperate your children. That means don't make unrealistic demands. Don't crush their spirit with being overly strict or with passive aloofness. And every child needs discipline that's fair and consistent. They need to know what the boundaries are and know there are negative consequences if they ignore them. This gives a child security and helps them to know they are loved. And instruction of the Lord. Discipline without instruction exasperates a child. They need a dad to teach them right and wrong with love. It's not easy being a good dad, but we sure have a great model in our Heavenly Father. He's revealed to us through Christ. This is Bryant Wright speaking right from my heart. Being a good dad can make a huge difference in the lives of your children. Visit rightfromtheheart.org and do a topical search on dads. You'll find more information that will help you as you try to be a good dad God's way. 
Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. Good morning and welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins, horticulturist, landscape designer, and garden author. Happy Father's Day to all the great dads out there. I want to wish my husband, Tony, a happy Father's Day. He is a tremendous father and role model to all our children and grandchildren. And Tom, happy Father's Day. Thank you. Tell yes. us about your family. Well, uh, we're going for Father's Day. We are going to go see Peter Rabbit uh, and Peter Rabbit 2. They'll all come over. And uh, probably uh, go for a swim, and then we're going to have pizza. That sounds like a great <laughs> Father's Day. Yeah. So, uh, Tom, Lance Walheim, author, spokesperson for BioAdvanced Farmer, and uh, he's a farmer, and most of all, he's a good friend yes, for uh, Better Lawns and Gardens, and he is a father, too. Happy Father's Day, Lance. Thank you for joining us. Thank you very much, and happy Father's Day to everyone out there, including and Tom. I, yes. I hear you have beautiful <laughs> girls. Tell us about them. I do. I have uh, two girls. Um, unfortunately, both of them are, are a little bit far away, so we won't be spending too much time together on Father's Day. Um, but I've got one in Portland, and I've got one in Washington, D.C. Oh, on and both I sides just, of the country. And you're a grandfather, yeah. too. Yeah, and I just found out I'm going to be in, I'm going to have another grandkid. So wow. Excited Congratulations. About that, so How about that? Wonderful. So you and Laura had a wonderful vacation. You had a great anniversary celebration. Tell us Boy, where you we went. Did. We took a we took a trip through northern Arizona, and the, the, really the highlight was um, the Grand Canyon. We got up early in the morning. We were staying in Flagstaff and drove up there, and there was just nobody on the rim trail, and it was just, you know, no, no matter how many times you go there, it's just so stunning. And, boy, by 11 o'clock, there was um, at least a mile-long line of people trying to get in. And really? We were leaving. So wow. We really had a nice time. It was beautiful. Thank you. That was great timing. So give us an update on the weather in California there and how your citrus is doing. Oh, well, you guys have been hearing about the weather out here with that. <laughs> It was 110 yesterday. It's wow. going to be at least that um, today. Um, and then two nights ago, out of the clear blue sky, nobody recommended or predicted it. We had a thunder and lightning storm, which is the last thing we need, um, you know, with our drought conditions. Yeah. So we did we did have a little bit of fires, but it doesn't seem to be anything major. But uh, we're taking a hit. That's no doubt about it. I, it's just the time of the year when I curse myself for having so many potted plants. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Now, when you said you had a lightning and thunderstorm, do you get any rain with that or just lightning we and thunder? We got a little bit downpour for about three minutes. What happens is we'll get a lot of thunderstorms up in the mountains and yeah. high elevations. And sometimes... 
that'll creep out into the into the valley, and that's kind of what happened. It rotated around the high pressure system, and um, it was you know dry lightning, but roaring thunder, wow. and it was just a light show. We we don't get that very often, but and so the the citrus, you know, we're seeing a lot of fruit drop. Just trying to keep the trees as moist as we possibly can. I before I was on the show this morning, I went out and made sure that the irrigation is running. I'll be turning it off. Um, you know, probably afterwards, so um, everything's wet. But you know, it's just all about the watering and, and the intense heat. You can't. You got to do everything in the morning. Yeah, my son sent me a picture. He's in Phoenix, Arizona, of the thermometer in his truck uh, at 120. Wow. Yeah, I don't. That's, That's I don't crazy. Know how people deal with that. You know, just, I, yeah, I was going to ask you how you deal with a, anything over 100. Wow. Well, you know, when it, I can. Gets, I can take it up pretty good up to 105. I mean, you're not a, I'm not going to be out in the, the peak heat of the day, but when it gets above that, it's just it's difficult to just about do anything. But we, we drove through, flew out of Phoenix um, on our way back from our trip, and it was I saw those predictions, and I think we, we, it was 113 when we were there. And I mean, you, you just you just you know stay in the shade. You just it's it's so dry. Yeah, drink lots of water, I guess. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. you you can just feel the moisture coming out of your skin. Your nose is all dry. It's oh. it's hard. Wow. Well, we're going to change subjects on you. We're going to get the insects here, and we're seeing lots of insects, especially mealybugs. You know, how, how do they affect the plants? Well, you know, mealybugs are are related to scale. Um, they're the cottony looking things that you see in the leaf axles and in in between the branches, the crotches there, um, and they suck plant juices. So if they get really bad, they can, you know, cause branches to die, and they can infect the plants. So, you know, what a lot of people do, you'll sometimes see them in house plants. They'll just take a cotton swab with some rubbing alcohol and, and rub them off, and, and that'll keep them under control. Um, outside, it's a little bit trickier. You know, a lot of times you'll get ants and sooty mold when you have them, so you want to make sure you control the ants. Uh, you know, insecticidal soap works, horticultural oil, means, and then, of course, some of the systemic products are also very effective. Um, so, and you want to make sure you're not over-fertilizing, but they're pretty easy to control in most cases unless you really get a heavy infestation. So, uh, t- uh, so I'm sorry, Lance, gardeners only want to use a natural control product. What is available if they just want to use something that they feel is very safe? Well, you know, I mean, the insecticidal soaps are very effective. Uh, I also like uh, neem oil. Neem oil gives you the insect control. It also gives you some disease control. So if you are having problems with something like a powdery mildew or something, that's a good good way to go. And, you know, when it comes to diseases like that, it's tricky on anything that's edible. And so you have to be very careful what you use. And, And a neem oil is certainly a good solution. How do the newer systemic uh, insecticides work in controlling these pests? Well, they work very well on the ornamentals. Um, there's no doubt about it, especially when, you know, you have things like mealybugs or, or tough control, things like scale. Um, they are best used as preventative, so you want to make sure you get, a, you know, ahead of it as best as you can. Um, you know, and you might have, if you've got a really bad situation, you might have to use a horticultural oil or something first and then follow it up with a systemic because they're difficult to control. You know, a lot of the scales have that armor on them and um, the insecticides uh, don't, you know, they're protected from any kind of a spray. Yep. Now, residents often find aphids, we get this question quite often, often find aphids and 
milkweed bugs in their milkweed plants. Uh, but they don't want to use anything that would affect the caterpillars. So right. what should they do? Well, you know, that's, that's tricky because a lot of the things that, and even the natural controls um, or things that are, you know, like the soaps and things can affect the eggs and even the larvae of, obviously, of the butterflies. And so you have to be very careful. I've seen people who've done similar things with the isopropyl, you know, with the rubbing alcohol and a Q-tip just getting on the tip of the plants. If you're really careful, you know, you can spray um, the, the, you know, the growing points of the plant with some water that'll knock some of the aphids off or, you know, or just get in there with a hand sprayer and just hit the tips where the aphids are. But, you know, you do have to be very careful because, um, uh, what's going to kill the aphids is not going to help the, the caterpillars. Yeah. So you just got to be careful and, and learn to live with a little bit of, but just, you know, be very specific where you attack those aphids and keep, don't spray the whole plant. So, Lance, it's chinch book time in the lawn. So how are they best detected? What do you advise people to look for, and, well, and I, what should I they see? I from a, a chinch bug pro myself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, those little insects are only about a quarter of an inch at, at the most, and, you know, you see those, dry, you know, the browning or, or straw-colored spots in the lawn. looks like it's dry even though you know you've been watering. So best thing is get down on your hands and knees That's and look for those little <laughs> black guys and that have a white cross on their back, and um, you, you should be able to see them. Some people will take a coffee can and pound it into the ground and uh, right where it's between the green and the brown and put a little soapy water in there that will bring it to the surface. But, um, you know, BioAdvance has a good problem, complete, con- complete insect control for soil and turf, and, and that will take good care of them. But, yeah, they're really a problem on the St. Augustine lawns. There you go. I know there's some stories there, Lance. You're going to have to fill me in one day on the stories between you and Tom. Well, we we, we were out there on our hands and knees looking for him. <laughs> yeah, all the all the neighbors think we were nuts. Yeah, <laughs> we we just tell the neighbors there's a quarter here somewhere. We got to find it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. A penny. Yeah, or or a penny even. That's right. Uh, hey, we've been getting concerned about powdery mildew on crepe myrtles and. Uh, you know, people are seeing white coming up, and you know, tell us about the disease. Should we well, think? you know, powdery mildew is can be a tough disease. It, you know, it <laughs> thrives in conditions with high humidity. It prefers cool nights, and of course, it can be. You know, you did a, getting the plant foliage wet. Um, you know, can help spread the powdery mildew. It's difficult to control on on large trees like crepe myrtles because you know it's so hard to get the a fungicide up into the tree. Um, we have a disease control product, um, BioAdvance does, and that's very effective. Um, neem oil can also help with powdery mildew, but to be honest with you, the best approach to that is make sure you're, you know, purchasing disease-resistant varieties, and, and those are the crepe myrtles usually that have the Indian names, um, and those will resist the powdery mildew. You know, with smaller plants, there are options, uh, you know, with some of the shrubbier crepe myrtles. But, boy, the tall trees, it's harder to take care of. What kind of site conditions do you recommend for crepe myrtles so that they don't get the powdery mildew? Well, it certainly helps to keep them, you know, if they're growing in full sun, avoid over-fertilizing them. You know, keep them pruned properly so that they're opened up. And the last thing you want to do is that crepe myrtle, you know, so that they get real dense foliage and the humidity is intense in there, and that's going to promote the disease. So full sun, definitely. Yep. Uh, Lance, uh, just to follow up on the neem oil, you found that to be a pretty good uh, control for powdery mildew in vegetables even, right? 
Yeah, that's right. That's right. Now, you have to be careful with it because it is an oil, and um, you got to read the label, as we always say, and follow the instructions. If you use it when it's, you know, it's too hot, um, it could burn the plant. So just make sure you, you know what you're doing and do it under cool condi- cooler conditions. I mean, I think it's 85 or 90, but you have to be careful with it. Thank you so much, Lance, for joining Tom and I this morning. We wish you a happy Father's Day. You're always a fountain of gardening knowledge. I certainly appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, Lance. Appreciate you you being here. Happy Father's Day, Tom. Yeah, thanks. Same to you. If you'd like to learn more about gardening, you can find Lance Walheim's books like Gardening All-in-One, his in-depth citrus book, and his Gardening for Dummies series, Lawn Care and Roses on Amazon, and all the major bookstore websites. If you've got any questions, now's the time to call us at 407 916-5400 916-5400 or you can dial 1-888-45-LAWNS or text Tom at 23680. I'm Teresa Watkins. You're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. By wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call the Diabetic Health Hotline today. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Paid for by U.S. Med. Hey, are you looking for an awesome job that can be a career stepping stone or a great way to earn some extra cash? If so, maybe it's time you join Florida's hotel and restaurant industry. If you like to work with people, a job working in hotels, restaurants, theme parks, or resorts can be a great experience and rewarding. Let's show residents and visitors to Florida what we've got. Check out greatfloridajob.com today. Greatfloridajob.com. Again, that's greatfloridajob.com. As Florida families continue to rebound from the public health emergency, we understand that some families may need assistance. That's where the Our Florida program steps in. This new assistance program helps Floridians who are having trouble paying their rent and utilities. And getting assistance is quick and easy. Visit OurFlorida.com or call 833-493-0594. It's one more way that Florida is committed to helping you find security and opportunity in the Sunshine State. We understand the challenges, and we're here to help. Sign up today. Call 833-493-0594 or visit OurFlorida.com. That's O-U-R-Florida.com. For assistance paying your rent and utilities, call 833-493-0594 or visit OurFlorida.com. Sponsored by the State of Florida. If the lines are busy, please try again. 1-888-45-LAWNS. Tom and Teresa will be right back. Do you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes? Are you being audited or investigated? Has the IRS sent you a letter demanding payment? You may not owe what they claim. Make this free call to the tax doctor now. Let them negotiate with the IRS on your behalf. Call 800-989-1694. 800-989-1694. That's 800-989-1694. Hey guys, want to be a good dad? The Bible says, fathers, don't exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. 
Don't exasperate your children. That means don't make unrealistic demands. Don't crush their spirit with being overly strict or with passive aloofness. And every child needs discipline that's fair and consistent. They need to know what the boundaries are and know there are negative consequences if they ignore them. This gives a child security and helps them to know they are loved. An instruction of the Lord. Discipline without instruction exasperates a child. They need a dad to teach them right and wrong with love. It's not easy being a good dad, but we sure have a great model in our Heavenly Father. He's revealed to us through Christ. This is Bryant Wright, speaking right from my heart. Being a good dad can make a huge difference in the lives of your children. Visit rightfromtheheart.org and do a topical search on dads. You'll find more information that will help you as you try to be a good dad God's way. And welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins. We would love to hear from you. You can call 407-916-5400 or one 888 lawns or you can text Tom anytime at 23680. Tom, we have some text messages yeah, there. Yeah, don't get, let Joni get lonely in there. Yeah, <laughs> you want to give Joni a call. Okay, here we go. Uh, let's see. Last year I planted a crepe myrtle that had already bloomed. I cut off the old blooms, and this year it has beautiful leaves but no blooms. Is it too late for blooms? Oh. No, I, I think it's just the start of crepe myrtle season. We've got the early bloomers, we have the mid bloomers, and we have the late bloomers. Yeah, so <laughs> plenty all, of time. It, it also depends on when they cut those old uh, stems back. And if they did it not that long ago, then the plant's got to make a lot of growth. Sure, and they may not even see new uh, blooms until probably maybe August. Yeah, you know, end of July, August. Only possible. Yep. Let's go. Well, let me do one more here. Okay. Uh, we've got a lot of them. Uh, do you prune f- your fig trees? Yes, I do. And uh, mine were pruned back. You know, it depends on how much growth is made. But this year I pruned back about one third. And uh, so it renewed, got a lot of shoots. Uh, the plant is just full of berries, uh, uh, fruits. And uh, also I take out any old or declining wood at that time. And that's done in about uh, February. Yeah, and it's you could cut most shrubs by a third without stressing them out too much. But if you're taking them off too more more than that, you're going to delay something or push it to you know extend the, the growing season a little yeah. bit. And, and you know some people keep cutting these uh, hedge plants back to the same height all the time. We call it table topping, and they wear the plants out. They wonder why the plants don't last. Right, and they get dieback very easily when we do that. Let's go to Don and Sebring. Don, good morning. How can Tom and I help you? Yes, I'm new to Florida, new to your show. I enjoy it. I want to grow some fruit, and I'm thinking strawberries or any kind of berry or fruit tree. What do you recommend, and when is a good time to plant them? Okay, Don, uh, you know, you mentioned strawberries, and we do strawberries different. Uh, Where are you from originally? Oregon. Oregon, okay. I don't know how you do it in Oregon. You're cooler, and... uh, we plant strawberries as an annual crop, and they go in the ground in about October, and we grow them. They fruit during the winter time through about um, maybe April, May, and then we uh, plow them under. We, they, we treat them as an annual crop. So if you're thinking strawberries, I don't know whether it's profitable to grow strawberries or not. It might be fun. It's going to be fun, and he can eat, he'll get some good oh, yeah. uh, strawberries out of it, but uh, he doesn't need to worry about that until the fall. Yeah. Now, if you want other fruit trees, there are a lot of other things. We mentioned figs. And they're blueberries, too. If you like the, if you like fruit uh, and shrubs, blueberries are native here to Florida, so you want to uh, check that out. You can grow them in pots okay. or in the ground. Uh, and then there's also uh, different types. Bananas do very well. Yeah. Uh, bananas. So what kind of fruit do you like? Melons? I 
I like it all. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're in Sebring, so you're a little warmer than some areas, and you heard us talking about mangoes, and, and you heard uh, Rico call in. He's from Valkyria. And uh, it, the problem that I was thinking when Teresa and I were talking about mangoes, it really depends on where you live in Florida. It does. Because they're cold sensitive. It does. And and so here's a here's a, a really great resource for you. If you will go up to the internet and just put in UF and then put in EDIS, E-D-I-S, and then put in fruits and vegetables, it will give you publications on everything you can grow here in Florida. Wonderful. Yeah, people like avocados, you know. Avocados are wonderful. Citrus is still popular. You know, we've had a lot of problems with citrus, but... There's still a lot of citrus trees out there. And we have a lot of tropical Caribbean fruits like the acerola cherries that we can grow. So there's a lot of different ones. Yep. So you got a lot to pick from. Can you repeat that uh, online? Yes. So if you go up and just put in the Google search, UF, capital U, capital F, Go Gators. All right. And then put in EDIS, E-D-I-S, capital E-D-I-S. And then put in fruit and nuts or fruit and vegetables, it will bring up publications on all the fruit you can grow here in Florida. Thank you. You're welcome. Enjoy welcome to show. Florida. Very good. Thank well, you thank so you. much. Yeah, welcome. And if you want to give us a call, now is the time. Operator standing by, one triple eight forty five lawns That's one 455 2967 I'll give it to you one more time, 455-2967. Or if you want to dial us local, 407 916 5400 but I like it better when Teresa pays the bill. <laughs> I'm next week. Or, you, or you're next week. I'm oh, sorry. no, oh, I'm t- this is my week this week. I think it's your week oh, this week. Oh, okay. Yeah, Tom, jo- uh, Tony gets Joni's, the checkbook out. Joni's next week, then Colton again. Okay. <laughs> your turn's got to come up sometime. I know, my turn doesn't come up. 23680, <laughs> you can text me. That, that's free. 23680. Okay, let's see. We got time here. Yes. Uh, let's see. Good morning, Tom and Teresa. And now that the rains have started, is it time to apply fungicides to lawns? Uh, I don't. I think it's a little too late. You need to do it before the rainy season hits us. And so the best bet is to turn off your irrigation. I think now through August, September, we're not really going to need a lot. We're not really a a fungal time of the year during the summertime. Uh, We do have a few problems, especially if it's being overwatered, especially if it's in the shade. Uh, we have take-all root rot, but like you said, you should be on that earlier. And, and then come fall, that's when we start picking up fungal problems. Brown patch, large patch. Humidity in the cooler temperatures. Yeah, especially in zoysia. Uh, you're going to get the large patch, brown patch, St. Augustine. And uh, so if you're thinking of, of applying a fungicide, it would be in late October, then again in November, then again in February. But right now... Uh, you really shouldn't have that much of a fungal problem. Right. And just uh, make sure you're just uh, fertilizing correctly, which we do have a fertilizer ban on right now, so there's not need to put anything on. So it's just a really easy time to care for lawns. Yeah, you know, it, it depends on where you live, what the fertilizer regulations are. And, and I was trying to find out for one county where I have a client the other day, and it becomes very confusing, actually. So you might want to give your extension office a call. They might be able to help you out with the uh, with some of that. Let's we're we're going to get uh, that one just coming up right now. So we still got. Okay. Wait. Let me do this one here first. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. 
Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply. Is a fire spike plant more cold tolerant than a hibiscus? No, I, I think they're both about the same. If we get really anything below... 35 degrees, they're both going to show signs of damage. Yeah, I think so, too. So if you're thinking about playing, well, now here's the difference now. The fire spike, it, it, well, um, may, may come back, and even the hibiscus may come back, but uh, the hibiscus can get frozen back pretty bad. Yeah, they, take, they, they don't take it as well. As the, I think the fire spike, because it's so uh, succulent, it's kind of a lusher stem, it's not as woody, um, it'll have an easier chance to come back. From I the think. base. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Let's go to Diane in Tallahassee. Good morning, Diane. Thank you for calling. Good morning. Yes, I have a lantana that is just beautiful. It must be some kind of a hybrid. And it blooms red, hot pink flowers. And um, it makes a gorgeous plant. And then after it blooms, the leaves start to shrivel up. And it just, de- uh, you know, declines, and it does this every year. When it comes back in the spring, it is gorgeous again, and then it never blooms again. Huh. huh. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. And it's a big, gorgeous plant right now, but it just it looks awful. So it, sto- yeah. it stops blooming and, and then declines. Uh, uh-huh. Does it decline in the fall, or does it decline during the summertime? Right now, it's already declining, right and now. it just had a gorgeous bloom. And it's going to uh-huh. come, and it's going to come back in the spring. Yes, I'll cut it back, and it'll be gorgeous again next year. It's got definitely got something on the leaves. The leaves are turning um, first, kind of a light color, and then brown, and then curl. Huh. And so, you know, Tom, I was at a a, a house uh, yesterday, and they had lantana that had the curling and it looked sickly and it was declining but he says it does fine and there was two or three others that looked great of the same type of lantana variety and so he does kind of edge and weed with uh weed killers yeah with weed killers do you do you use weed killer no mine is in a pot actually it's in a pot um yeah yeah, in a big, beautiful pot. This thing is like four feet, oh, three feet around for sure. It's that big and beautiful, and you know, then it just declines. You know, I'd yeah. be looking at some type of root problem. Yeah, yeah, uh, so, oh, really? yeah. Either staying yeah. too moist, too dry, one extreme or the other. Uh, yeah. uh, Lantana does pick up blotch leaf miner, but that would be spotty between the leaves, not on all the leaves. But uh-huh. if it yeah. goes up and down like that, I'd be looking at the roots as a, as a problem source. So when was the last time you changed the soil in the pot? Oh, it's been several years. Yeah, yeah. I, that's what I would do. I would change your soil. I would just go ahead and take it out and even kind of root wash it and put it back right back in a good, new, fresh potting soil. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to try that. I appreciate let, it. Let, let us know how you do. So, Mike in Jacksonville, good morning. Happy Father's Day. We've only got a few minutes here, so what? how can we help you? 
Thank you. Well, real quick, I've planted some sweet potatoes, and I've been getting the slips from them that I planted, the full sweet potato. Okay. And I've, I've been keeping the the, the, the uh, um, slips, and I want to know, uh, you know, when to plant them. I know right now is a good time, but uh, how do you plant them? Okay. And will will the runners put off new starts down, you know, as they run, too? They can. It, the crop that you get from them normally isn't as plentiful as what you get from the original slip that was put in the ground. You know, you can plant, you can uh, make cuttings from sweet potatoes uh, and uh, use them to start new plants. You can do the slips off of the old sweet potato uh, and uh, do that. Uh, sweet potatoes can be propagated many ways, and you should hurry because now is the middle of June, and you want to be getting them in, I would say, no later than July 1st anyway. Right, yeah, that's why I needed to know. <laughs> yeah, so I would go through and uh, do any sweet potato plantings, whether you do cuttings or whether you do uh, slips off of a regular sweet potato, will make a difference, but get them in the ground, and they will do fine now, for when, when, when I plant the slips, uh, do I plant them, space them so far apart, and will I get just a, a group of sweet potatoes growing from that one slip? Yeah, you get sweet potatoes coming from that one slip, and you'll, okay. you'll space them out probably about uh, 24 inches apart, uh, 24 okay. to 36 inches. Now, where the sweet potato vine roots, roots down, if you leave it there long enough, you'll get more potatoes, but most of us don't leave them in the ground that long. Okay. Yeah, they say it'd be three or four months before they really... 120 uh, days. 120 days. There you go. Thank thank you so much, Mike. I appreciate it. Rich, you hang on. We'll take your call when we come back. You can call us with your gardening questions at 407-916-5400 or 888-45-LAWNS or you can text Tom at 23680. You're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. Hey guys, want to be a good dad? The Bible says, fathers, don't exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Don't exasperate your children. That means don't make unrealistic demands. Don't crush their spirit with being overly strict or with passive aloofness. And every child needs discipline that's fair and consistent. They need to know what the boundaries are and know there are negative consequences if they ignore them. This gives a child security and helps them to know they are loved and instruction of the Lord. Discipline without instruction exasperates a child. They need a dad to teach them right and wrong with love. It's not easy being a good dad, but we sure have a great model in our Heavenly Father. He's revealed to us through Christ. This is Bryant Wright, speaking right from my heart. Being a good dad can make a huge difference in the lives of your children. Visit rightfromtheheart.org and do a topical search on dads. You'll find more information that will help you as you try to be a good dad God's way. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your 
your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Tom McCubbin is Extension Agent Emeritus with the University of Florida. Give him a call at 1-888-45-LAWNS. Tom and Teresa will be right back. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-689-9715. That's 800-689-9715. Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. If you missed any of today's show, you can always find it on Better Lawns and Gardens website, which is betterlawns.com. You can find it on iHeartRadio, iTunes, and even Amazon. You can also find the podcast on my website, she-consulting.com. It's great to listen to while you're out walking or digging in your garden. Yes. <laughs> so let's go to the phone calls. John in Melbourne. Good morning. Hello, John. Turn your radio down and we'll, we can listen to you. Hello, John. Okay, well, let's go to... Well, he'll be back. Yeah, okay, so let's go to Rich in Orange County. Good morning, Rich. Yes, good morning. Um, I got about a 25 by 10 foot area I planted with marigolds uh, as, a, as a nematode control. Okay. And I'm, trying to and I'm trying to sprout the seeds that I'm getting from these marigolds. And a few will sprout in a paper towel but I'm having a problem getting any of them to sprout up from the ground. Yeah, well, you save the seeds, and so what you find is that the, the offspring may not be as vigorous as the parent plants, and so you may really need to go and get fresh seed uh, for, uh, that's been produced just for that purpose. Ah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That, you, you can give it a try. Of, you know, sometimes it works. my hope. <laughs> I know. Sometimes it works. Uh, but it just depends on, you know, how the seed uh, did, how viable it is uh, from the apparent plant. And you're getting a few, but if you're not getting that many, that says it wasn't very viable and the pollination and everything wasn't very good. So you're probably just going to have to buy yourself some fresh seed. I see. Uh, do I have time for another question? Yep, sure. Um, I got about an 18-year-old muscadine. Uh, it's a scuppernong. Mm -hmm. And I'm no, and it it looks healthy, and everything seems to be okay with it. But I'm noticing some leaves curling on it, and I've never seen that before. And I'm wondering if something might be going on there. If you don't see anything within the leaves, you know sometimes aphids will get in there. Sometimes thrips will do that. If you don't see anything there, then you're looking for something like moisture, 
um, uh, fertilizer uh, extremes, things of that nature. But um, leaf curl during the hot, dry times may be normal, but now that the rains are coming back, it should stop. Yeah, and the rains just recently started up here. It it was a really long, dry period, and and that was my first thought. Yeah, that's probably what's causing it. It's it's like a cultural problem. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much. Thank you, Rich. Appreciate it. And let's try John again. And John in Melbourne, good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you. How can we help you today? Yes, I have a, a lime tree and a lemon tree that were maybe four feet high, five feet. It's the second year that I am underground. And this year, all the new leaves all curled up. Okay, that's normally aphids. Yeah, normally aphids. Uh, and uh, so uh, what are you doing for it? Nothing. That's what I'm calling you. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here's the other thing. It, it, aphids will cause them to curl like that. And also, they curl and crinkle. Uh, it can be... Uh, a leaf miner doing that. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. At first, it was leaf miner. So it depends. If if you've got some lines in there, kind of faint areas, um, then then it's leaf miner. If it's not and they're just kind of curled, uh, then it's probably aphids. Um, you can try uh, oil spray. You can try, um, uh, if it's a leaf miner, you can use the spin- spinosad or spinosad. Uh, so you got some options there. Um, you might just uh, try the oil spray and see what happens. Right, and if there is leaf miner, once he sees the lines and everything, they're practically gone. gone. Yeah, the horse. So you just want to do. You want to spray the new leaf, new growth coming out. When the new growth comes out, right? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Do you think, because normally what I do, you know, I'm from the old country, I'm from Italy, we use uh, uh, Windex and water mix to spray them. You know, I don't use kind of disease. I don't use <laughs> I don't use Windex for anything except windows. Uh, exactly. You, you never know oh. when you're going to get burned from some of these products, and so I'm not a dishpan gardener. Yeah. So right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much. Appreciate you, you, it. He gets something like the Summit Year Round spray oil, and, and uh, that will take care of aphids, and that would take care would help with the leaf miners. Not as good as spinosad. Right. Exactly. Now, do you recommend, I mean, a lot of people, these are moths that are the leaf miners. Now, do you agree with having lights on at night around your fruit trees and your vegetable gardens? You know, I've never done that. I don't know why I would. Uh, you, you're thinking of attracting the moths? Or no, yeah. I'm saying if they have outside night lights. Yeah, they might attract them. Yeah, yeah so that if you have a vegetable garden, to not have any light out <laughs> yeah. there would I thought you were help. lighting the trees at no. night so you could see them, see if anybody <laughs> comes in and steals your fruit. No. That's what you're doing. No, but if they have, like, household lights that are yeah. on at night, but, that's going to attract more moths to the garden. Yeah, it attracts more moths, attracts frogs, attracts lizards, all those things that people don't want to see, yeah. especially if it's near to home. <laughs> so, but anyway, yeah, that, that can, I, I don't see any reason that you'd want to leave the lights on. And, right. And it might, it would bring the moths in. There you go. Well, so he could, uh, you, you said that he could do a systemic on the, on the, on the plant? He could do systemic. Uh, the BioAdvance have their citrus vegetable and fruit tree uh, spray. You can do that once a year, just once a year. All right. You still have time for your phone calls at 407-916-5400, or you can text us at 23680. 
You're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. Boating season, the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission wants to remind you to wear your life jacket. You make a difference in the life of your family. As a parent, it's your job to keep your kids safe and be there for them. You do it at home, at school, and you need to do it on the water as well. Always wear your life jacket and have your children wear theirs too. It's a basic step that saves lives. Life jackets save lives. Wear it, Florida. Visit myfwc.com for more information. That's myfwc.com. Mosquitoes can transmit deadly diseases, including Zika and West Nile virus. But Summit Mosquito Dunks kill mosquitoes before they're old enough to bite. Just float an organic mosquito dunk in ponds, bird baths, rain barrels, and any standing water to kill mosquito larvae for 30 days or longer. Don't worry, mosquito dunks won't harm people, pets, fish, or wildlife. Mosquito dunks are available at fine garden centers, hardware stores, and online retailers. Or visit SummitResponsibleSolutions.com. That's SummitResponsibleSolutions.com. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Teresa Watkins is an award-winning horticulturist and landscape designer in Central Florida. Give her a call at 1-888-45-LAWNS. Tom and Teresa will be right back. Hey guys, want to be a good dad? The Bible says, fathers, don't exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Don't exasperate your children. That means don't make unrealistic demands. Don't crush their spirit with being overly strict or with passive aloofness. And every child needs discipline that's fair and consistent. They need to know what the boundaries are and know there are negative consequences if they ignore them. This gives a child security and helps them to know they are loved. And instruction of the Lord. Discipline without instruction exasperates a child. They need a dad to teach them right and wrong with love. It's not easy being a good dad, but we sure have a great model in our Heavenly Father. He's revealed to us through Christ. This is Bryant Wright speaking right from my heart. Being a good dad can make a huge difference in the lives of your children. Visit rightfromtheheart.org and do a topical search on dads. You'll find more information that will help you as you try to be a good dad 
God's way. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Welcome back. We have a few more minutes to take your calls and texts. Also, too, if you'd love to get my newsletter, it comes out monthly. It'll come out for July. You can go to my website, she-consulting.com, and sign up for it. If you missed any of today's program, you can go to betterlawns.com and click on Listen to download the show, or you can hear it on iTunes or iHeartRadio. So we've got Jim and Okoe. Good morning, Jim. How can we help you? Hello, Jim. I have an old voodoo lily. It's over five feet tall and a big diameter. And this year, some of the smaller ones have come up, but this one has not come up yet, and it's never been this late. I don't know if there's what to do, if there's anything I can do, if it will come up. And also, I have a, a, a lychee tree that had blossoms all over it this year, but no fruit. Should I go ahead and prune it? There's no fruit, so I don't know when to... to Cut it back. Okay, a couple of things. If that voodoo lily, uh, Morphothalus, isn't up uh, yet, I don't think it's coming up. Right. I, my guess is it rotted down it's there. It's rotted, <laughs> and the other ones are just going to take its place. Yep, you just have to let the other ones take over, put a little fertilizer on them. Lychee tree, I, you know, how big's your tree? Oh, it's great big. Last year I had, for the first time, one lychee, oh. and that was it. This year it was covered with blossoms, but no lychees. Yeah, yeah but how, how long has it been in the ground? How tall is it? At least five years. Five years. Well, you're getting to the production time. You know, the trees are finicky, and and they'll take years off, and you'll get flowering sometimes, and and then you won't get fruit. My guess is next year is going to be your year, but I wouldn't prune it unless I had to. I wouldn't prune it either. And how often are you fertilizing, Jim? I have roots uh, fertilizing stakes around it, and um, uh, a few weeks ago I threw some fertilizer in there under the 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 branches but i'm unsure exactly what to do with it okay i'm not a real steak fan i'm not either because the roots don't grow around those steaks yeah get yourself a regular uh tropical fruit fertilizer citrus fertilizer will be fine and use that three or four times a year Right. You've okay. got to be consistent with the fertilizer. Yep. Okay, and, and don't prune it back I, at all. I wouldn't prune it back. I, I don't see any, unless, you know, unless it's really becoming too large for you or, or uh, out of bounds, uh, you want to let that tree grow. Right. Okay, I do want it to. It is getting real big. Yeah, well, okay. if you start pruning um, on it, Jim, you set it back even more because it goes back to a little juvenile stage. I see. And so if you can get by, uh, I, I wouldn't prune it. Uh, okay. And I've seen some beautiful lychees in fruit, uh, smaller trees, uh, this year. Uh, regretfully, next year, I don't know what the cold's going to be, and that's your big problem. Right. So I just let it grow. I would, well, too. Thank you. Thank you both. Thank you, Jim, for listening to the show and calling in. Tom, we have great text messages. Yes, we do. It says, I have a larger crepe myrtle, and Joni had this question the other day. It says it's losing the bark, and the tr- otherwise the tree looks healthy. That's a natural cinnamon bark. It's going to peel off, and I think it looks gorgeous. I, I kind of like the 
uh, textured look where it's it's falling off and it looks good. I like what crepe myrtles do in shedding the bark because it'll shed off scale insects and the the lichens that people worry about will come off and uh, even some of the moss and things like that. And so it just cleans up the tree. It cleans up the tree so there's nothing you need to do. That's its natural growth habit. So don't worry about it. Yep. We're not going to worry about it, Joni. <laughs> She's shaking her head in there. Uh, here's a question. What to do with seed pods on a tababuya tree? Will it hurt to cut them off? No, I don't think so. Uh, and we were discussing earlier, you said that the pink ones may have a little bit more, uh, you know, uh, pr- be prolific in growing a little bit, but the yellow ones don't seem to have a, a issue of germinating. Yeah, I, I think that, no, I know the pink ones do because Joni's germinated the seeds and we've uh, planted them around many a time, pink tababuyas. Uh, the yellows don't seem to be quite as prolific as the pink ones. Pink ones, you'll get the seedlings coming up here, here coming up there, but just pull them up. You know, you don't have to yeah. do anything. I about. don't like the way they look on the tababuyas afterwards, but that's just yeah, one of fun. the downsides of it. You know, and you get those beautiful colors, so you have to live with it. I think the yellow one has pods that look worse I, because they seem to be more brown and fuzzy. Than they are of, brown and fuzzy. Yeah. Okay, here's another one for us. We've got a couple of minutes yet. Uh, what do we do to get a four-year-old key lime tree to fruit? Uh, I would ask about these, uh, you know, fertilizing routine. It's important. Anything that has flowers or fruit needs to be fertilized on a regular basis. And you just can't leave it to a couple of times a year. And, you know, when they say the, the amounts, too, just throwing it underneath the, the trees is not good. You need to have a good measurement. Yeah, figure it out. Get a bulletin from the university, and it'll tell you exactly how to do it there. And it's only a four-year-old tree. Right. So it's going to take a little bit more time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, water, this is a neat one that I got. It's watergrass and liriope it turned out to be green kalinga, okay? <laughs> we treated it as a grass. And so what do they, they want to know how they're going to control it. And, and, you know, it's not a grass. Um, uh, it's a sedge. It is a sedge. So you got to go with something else. And I don't know of any product that you can put over liriope. And That's not going to damage it. Yeah. And I think Bassagram at one time, I don't even think Bassagram's around. Used to sell it at garden centers. And I think it might have had it on the label. You'd have to check the label. But the product that you can get for that is a commercial product, and it's called Certainty, C-E-R-T-A-I-N-T-Y. And the problem with that is you're going to spend $100. It's going to be expensive. Yeah, so there you go so with that one there. Uh, black on crepe myrtle leaves. What do you got? Uh, it's going to be sooty mold, so they've either got aphids or white flies. So they need to get uh, spinosad, neem oil. And get rid of the insects. The sooty mold is a symptom. It's not the problem. Yeah, it's a, it's a fungus living on the excreta from the aphids or sometimes. And it just washes in. right off. Yeah, it can wash right off. I, I, I'd, uh, I'd go with the oil spray. You'll get the aphids and you'll get the uh, sooty mold off, though. There you go. Thank you so much, Tom. We want to thank Dana Venrick, owner of Green, a Quality Green Specialist, for his help with our crepe myrtles and mangoes. And Lance Walheim, spokesperson for BioAdvance, for helping us keep insects under control. Joni, you were a fun guy today with the mushrooms. Thank you so much. Colton, as always, we appreciate what you do behind the scenes producing Better Lawns and Gardens. Thank you to all our callers and texters with your gardening questions. Remember to join Tom and I next week for more Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins. This is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. See you next week. Bye-bye.
life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-398-0651-800-398-0651-800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.